How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me, Eric Degatti, with One Human Performance. How's it going, Eric? It is going great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining in with us. So on this episode, I have Eric Degatti with me once again. Uh, and uh, we wanted to touch on, you know, the previous episode, we had a kind of an overview of the types of clients we both had and just an overview of a uh, Eric's last uh, 15 years of his uh, career. And today we want to talk about, so you figured out you want to start fitness. You, you come to a trainer, you come to Eric, where, where do you start? What do you, you know, we know we got to do this screening process, but what's, you know, obviously depends on age and what their goals are. Where, mm-hmm. where, where, what do we do? Okay. So move is, is a big piece of, of the, of the three big things that we got to look at. We got to look at how well, you know, getting movement involved. And then the first thing we got to do is make sure you, you know, you can move well enough that you're not going to get hurt, right? That that the exercise itself doesn't become the risk factor. So can you do some fundamental things? Can you bend and touch your toes? Can you squat? Can you balance on one leg? Can you uh, have enough shoulder mobility to reach behind your back over the top and underneath? Can you uh, rotate from side to side? You know, these very fundamental things that we want to look at to say, can you at least do this? Um, Cause if not, that's a, that's your first red flag that we need to fix that first number one. And we also need to limit your menu of, of exercises. So exactly. that becomes your, that becomes like your, like there, we have food intolerances and food allergies, you know, when you go to the, the restaurant and you have a limited menu and the same thing goes for that person who can't touch their toes they got a little bit of a menu, limited menu where kettlebell swings and deadlifts and that kind of stuff is going to be off the, off the charts for now, temporarily until we can get that fixed. And then we can do some things to, to, to get that along. And once we check that box, then you can reintroduce that. And now you have the full menu available to you. So that's the first thing is looking at movement from the standpoint of, of can I at least do fundamental movement well enough where that's not my risk factor. Then you have to look at, um, fuel in that sense of uh, the three primary inputs and in, in, in where we're getting uh, fuel is that we have a, a chemical, a mental, and a, and a structural, right? Mm-hmm. Our structural is going to be the exercise we choose and in, in, in how that's going to affect my physiology. Um, and because we have different energy systems, there's one energy system we use. If we want to be really explosive, really, really strong, we're going to do this thing for like maybe a couple seconds and that's it. You know, if I'm a power lifter, if I'm a sprinter, if I'm an explosive athlete, and then we have another uh, energy system that's kind of in the middle um, where it's that interim of I'm going to do this for a minute or two, and then I get to recover and do it again, or I'm going to be a marathon runner. I'm going to do this for extended periods of time and training each one of those systems is unique. They all can benefit from the other. My marathoners could benefit from, from building some strength and my, my power lifters could benefit from a base of cardio but the dominance of your time has to, to respect what it is, the outcome you want it to have. And like we talked about in the last episode, that specific adaptation to whatever exactly. imposed demand you're putting in. Um, so now that's, that's the, the structural side of things in, in which we, the biggest thing we can affect is our movement. Then you have the chemical side, which you're going to manage through your nutrition and hydration. Um, and you can't outwork a bad diet. Um, mm-hmm. there's, and, and, you know, getting on the, getting on the elliptical to try to undo your, your Ben and Jerry's is a downward spiral that, that in the slippery slope, you'll never get off. Um, and then, you know, in, in the underestimated part of nutrition, and maybe your most important nutrient is, is hydration and water. Um, and looking at that, because that's going to affect your ability to move. It's going to affect your mental function. It's going to affect every cellular function really. Um, so that's, that's the, the second 
side of that pyramid. And then the third is the mental component of it, all right? And, and the biggest thing that I found is understanding that it, the program is secondary to your habit and, and making this part of who you are and what you do. Um, I was listening to a, a great interview the other day with some researchers, and they said one of the biggest factors in why people are successful with any given diet or program is that they, that they were able to establish a new identity, right? So a lot of people were out there saying, well, I'm not a gym person. I'm not somebody who exercises. I don't work out. Um, and, in, and as long as you keep that label on you, it's going to be crash and burn and crash and burn. And you're going to be the, 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 you know, the people clogging up the gym on, you know, with your new year's resolution every year yep. and then out, out of there by February, because you haven't made a commitment to changing your identity of who you are. And this is just part of what you do. Right. And I, the, the, the thing I tell people is that work getting to your, to be your best is an everyday decision. This isn't buying a, a laptop or a car where you drive off the, you know, the parking drive out a lot with it. And then it's yours is that, you know, you could brush your teeth really, really well today. You could spend an hour brushing your teeth and get them super clean. That doesn't help me next Wednesday. Right. So this is an everyday decision and you have to commit to that. It doesn't mean you won't have days off and it doesn't mean you won't have lighter days, and, but it means that this is an everyday decision and, and you're ultimately deciding what you're eating and when you're eating, what, how much you're going to drink, what you're drinking, when you're going to bed, if you're going to move, how much you're going to move, are you going to park in the furthest spot away? Or are you going to, you're going to take the stairs versus the, es the escalator? These are choices that we're making minute by minute, every single day, that the sum of those choices is what you see in the mirror every day and what you feel when you get out of bed. And so understand that this is going to be an everyday decision. So don't make an everyday decision that you can't hold, hold, you know, yourself accountable to. So we'd all, you know, say, Oh, the, the most famous four words in fitness or, or, or what it all starts Monday. Right. And Monday we're going to go on a cleanse and we're going to go for a, a run in the morning and then we're going to meditate and then we're going to go and we're going to do a CrossFit workout. And then we're going to stretch at night before we go to bed. And we're, we have this grand, you know, plan. And then, you know, life happens and you realize that um, I need to have a better plan because I can't stick with this. And sometimes that plan could be as little as a, a 10 minute walk. Um, yeah. Maybe one of the best things to do. And, and like, there's a lot of, there's, there's sound research that show if you did three 10 minute walks in the course of a day, it actually has better benefits than doing one 30 minute walk. Cause that's more, there's higher compliance to it. Right. That's that doing that one killer workout a week, and then you can't walk the rest of the week. And then you don't work out is brushing your teeth for two hours thinking it's going to help me next Wednesday. Yeah. Um, you need to make a decision that'll allow you to keep making that decision the next day. And just to let people know too, like, you know, unless you're a 20 year old under some time constraints and people are paying you a lot of money to get them to the next level, you know, I'm my podcast over 40, you know, we've, we've all got time, you know, you don't have to do everything all in your first week or your first day. You know, I don't know how you do it, Eric, but you know, when I get somebody, I you know, do the screening, get to know them, very simple workouts, the first few sessions. And then we start building on those, then add some little cardio, touch on some nutrition. We don't, we don't bar, at least at our gym, we don't bombard them because it takes time. We know if you put too much on their back, they're just, they're, you know, going to be like those people you're just talking about where the, that one week they got up at 4 a.m., did their run and CrossFit and all that. It's just not sustainable. So you don't need to do everything all, you know, all at once. This is, this can be a gradual buildup and, you know, just changing your life and your mind, your mindset, like you were, you're explaining. 
how do people get a hold of you? You, uh, you have a website, social media. What's the, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Uh, I am on social media. And as I am part of your demographic, it is not my sweet spot as much. Um, so that's an admitted flaw, even though you can find me everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, or any of those at, at Eric Degatti. And it's uh, E-R-I-C, uh, D-A-G-A-T-I. <clears throat> and then if you go to the same website, which is www.ericdegatti.com, what I put on there, since I go out and teach so much and do these, these types of things, is I have a, a forum in there where you can ask Eric right on the homepage, where if you, um, if you just write a question there, it goes directly to my email box. And I'll get back to you within, within a day or two with any of your fitness or training related uh, questions. Great. Awesome. And I'll also put all those details in the written form on, uh, on the podcast show as well. So they can just click on the links, but uh, thanks Eric for uh, joining us today. And we'll, we'll catch you on other episodes. That would be awesome. This has been fun.